Welcome to another episode of Lifelong Learner. This is the Out of Class Edition with Ben, Janesh, and Matt. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Lifelong Learner. Today, uh, we're joined by Benny, and uh, Matt is a little bit asleep as you um, crown your, uh, your uh, I'm not sure what to call that now, your microphone with its cover. Good. How are you doing this morning, Ben? My good. It was a bit too glitchy. It was a bit too glitchy for me. I'm not a gold kind of guy. Yeah, but you are a glitzy type of guy, though. I'm a, I'm a glitchy guy. I am a glitchy guy, but the gold is too... It's too... Um, Dolly Parton. Mm, mm. Or Mr. T. Mr. T. Okay. But then how does... Okay. Yes. Yes. Fair enough. But you do like sparkle. You do like a little bit of glitz and glam. Yeah. I like it. I like... I like the white jeans occasionally. And, yes, uh, you do. A little bit of open shirt with some beads. Uh, a, a, a little bit of open shirt, mate. This is the most I've seen you button your shirt up uh, when you're not wearing a tie. I know, well, uh, so I'll tell you what, I started the day today. Uh, and I'm happy to share with our listeners yeah. because uh, it'll be an interesting journey to track, mate, because I am day three sober. Wow. Hmm. For good is the plan. For good? For good. Okay. For good. And it's not like I had a drinking problem. I had what? someone call alcohol um, dysfunction disorder. Maybe that's not the term, but it was something like that. It was just that um, it was really interesting, the conversation that she had, that um, – and another conversation that I was listening to by the guy, I can't give his name, one year, no beer. One year, no beer. Mm-hmm. Started off 28 days, no beer. Mm-hmm. Got a book out. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, I'll, I'll take a step back, mate. <clears throat> so, so give me the, what, like, what, what sparked this? Yeah, look, you know, it's, it's been kind of, it's been on and off the agenda for a bit. Yeah. Because we feel it the next day. Mm. Like, yeah, don't mm. we all? Uh, but I felt, I always feel it the next day. Mm-hmm. And I felt it more and more as I've got older. And I just don't like the feeling. Mm. And um, last, I've had this bit of a gut thing. I think I might have mentioned on the show before, mm. this kind of SIBO, just small intestinal bacterial overgrowth thing. And I've been doing everything right, except I've still been having a drink at night time. And so it'd be a glass of wine. It'd be... You know, it'd be a scotch on the rocks. It would be not all in one night. Um, it, it just That's all it'd be. Just after yeah. work, come yeah. through. And that was the only thing that I was doing that wasn't right. And just this stuff hasn't been getting better. Mm-hmm. So on Friday, I went out for lunch. We had a lunch function and had some drinks and got home in the afternoon. Felt shitty. Mm. The guts felt no good. They were great overnight. I woke up in the morning. I was still I was bloaty. We went out for dinner again Saturday night. Beautiful restaurant in the city, Matilda's. Um, I had shared a bottle of wine with my wife. Got home, felt shitty, bloaty during the night. Woke up in the morning just with that little bit of, not hungover, but just you know a bit weary in the morning. Mm. And I thought, mate, how many signs do what you need? You know that story about the guy on the roof? Was about the guy on the roof? Yeah. About when he's about to jump, right? That one? No, no, I'll tell you the story, right? 
So remember the floods that we've just had up in Queensland? Yep. And you've you seen the footage there with those homes, and they're like, the water's rising, right? Yes. And, you know, you see people literally on their roof waving for help. Well, there's this guy on his roof, and he's waving for help. Well, he's actually not waving for help. He was waving to say hello as this kayak is going past. And the, the, by this time, the water's up to the gutters. And he's standing on his roof, and the kayak goes, mate, the water's rising. You know, it's going up probably 10 centimetres every hour. Mate, you haven't got long. Jump in the kayak, and I'll, I'll row you to safety. He goes, dude, I appreciate the offer, but I'm actually all good. I'm a Christian. I've been a Christian 54 years. I go to church every weekend. Um, I pray regularly. God's got, God will look after me. I'm okay. The kayak goes, mate, you're sure? He goes, no, I'm all good. He goes, all right. He kayaks on. Anyway, this motorboat, this little dinghy comes up, two blokes in it, they yell out, dude. By this time, he's up on the apex of the roof, mm. right? Climb down, jump in the boat, uh, we'll take you to safety. He goes, guys, I appreciate it, uh, but to be honest, I'm all good. Christian, 54 years, been to church, praying regularly, believing God, God's going to save you. And the guy goes, in the boat, they go, mate, this is ridiculous. Like, you've not got long, and there's, you're going to be washed away. Mm. And he goes, guys, go. I'm all good. Anyway, they go. They leave him. By this stage, he's climbing to the top of the chimney, and he's standing literally on the top of the chimney, and the Westpac helicopter comes over. They've got the megaphone. Mr. Please, we're going to lower the thing, attach yourself, and we'll hoist you up. And he goes, go. I'm, I'm all, I'm okay. Go, go. 54 years, Christian, church, prayer, believing God, God's going to save me, and they're going out, mate, you, you've got literally minutes before you're going to get washed off the mm. chimney. And he's going, I'm fine. Next minute, he's washed away, mm -hmm. and he drowns. Anyway, he finds himself in heaven. He's at the pearly gates, and God's there. And God goes, mate, what's your story? And he goes, what's my story? What's your story, God? He said, I've been a Christian 54 years, I pray regularly, blah, 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 and you let me drown. I thought you were going to save me. God goes, mate, I sent you a kayak, I sent you a boat, I even sent you a bloody helicopter. <laughs> so, so that story came to mind on, on uh, Sunday morning. How many signs do I need mm. to go, mate, this is, this is not working, this is poison. Mm. Uh, not any favors. So, as you do these days in 2022, you don't go and find a book on it. You jump on YouTube. So I jumped on YouTube, and there was a heap of heap of really powerful conversations being had there around giving up alcohol. And this guy that did the um, one you know, he was talking about don't give up alcohol. Instead, get your health back. Mm. Get, get your fitness back. Get your strength. Get fitter. Get faster. Get stronger. He said, we all walk around, and the majority of the population drink, we all walk around a little bit mediocre. Mm, mm -hmm. I just think it's normal. We think it's normal to be a little bit sore in our joints in the morning and a little bit tired and their head's just a bit fuzzy. And We all just think that's kind of just normal, and, and particularly as we age and we don't process alcohol as well, we just think that's part of the aging process. Really interesting conversation, and I thought, well, yeah, like we all do. So I went, that's it. Mm. I'm going to call it. So, but, you know, who knows how I'll go. Uh, I, you know, the guy that was uh, one year no beer, 
um, he was asked on a podcast, um, the Rich Roll podcast, actually, um, how long did it take you to do 28 days no beer? He said it took me a year. Wow. Yeah. It took me 28 days no beer. Um, so uh, I hopefully it won't take me a year to do 28 days no yeah. alcohol. I'm, I'm planning on 28 days. So I've actually signed up for his 90-day program. Yep. He's got a 28 day, he's got a 90 day, and he's got a 365 day. Oh, the no beer guy. 20 days no beer. Mm. Not that I think it at all. 28 days no beer or 365 days no beer. Yeah. So you signed up to the 90 day? Sign on the 90 day one. Uh, you get an email every day. There's a Facebook support group. But really, it was like it was spending 200 Australian dollars. It's like accountability. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I haven't even opened up today's email. And, um, so. Um, so, mate, I'm, I'm, I've got to tell you, I'm super excited about it. Mm. But there's also a big part of me that's really nervous and it's making me a bit weird. I went out with um, uh, Dr. Kel last night. Yep. I've got to say, just out for dinner. Yep. You arrive, of course, and you sit down. I was waiting for him to arrive, of course, but first thing, they come up and go, can I get you a drink? Yeah. It's like, no, you can't get me a drink. <laughs> no, I wasn't right. I said, no, no, just water's, water's all good. Yeah. And... Um, Mate, I just wasn't. I, I was a bit awkward. I just, I was a little bit awkward because normally I'd maybe, you know, if I got home early and I'd had a shower and I was waiting for an hour before I headed out, normally I'd probably just pour myself a drink. Mm-hmm. I'd just sit quietly and contemplate the day and um, I'd have a drink before I head out and then we'd head out and I'd get a glass of wine with dinner. And it was just a little bit clunky. Mm-hmm. I it was a little clunky. And I think it was. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just a little bit clunky because I'm not clunky during the day. I don't need a drink to be on the podcast at eight o'clock yeah. in the morning. I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, it was just a little, I was just a little bit clunky. Mm. So I'm, I'm feeling that a little bit. And this week, uh, I was just talking to Michelle on the phone. Hence, I was a little bit late for our podcast. She was saying, "How are you going?" And I said, "You know, this is this is a really important thing, and I think it's a really big thing." Um, and so, if it's a really important and big thing, I've got to suffer some pain. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you will. Be- yeah. And the more pain that goes on in the next week or two, the better, mm. because it's important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's just an easy thing, then it's no, it won't, it won't, won't mean much, and it won't, uh, well, it won't last. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, I'm doing that. Give up chocolate cake for ninety days. Well, whatever. Mm. Like, there'd be no pain with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mate, it's interesting. But I thought I'd share that at the start of our podcast, really, you know, yeah. kind of where I'm at. So this morning, I, 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 I'm, I do fitness stuff in the mornings anyway, because mm. I'm a morning drunk or not. But this morning, I went for a great swim in the mm. ocean, um, got a new wetsuit. Um, was that like a gift to yourself? Uh, it, was a gift, it was a gift from two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But it did arrive on the weekend, I thought, um, there's good wetsuits and not good wetsuits. Mm. They all sort of look the same until you put them on. The comfortab- uh, comfortability and warmth, or what? Comfortability, leakability, mm. um, and and obviously then warmth. So I bought one that was two hundred bucks a few months ago. And it was mm. just terrible. Mm. Awful, just so you know, it was awful wetsuit. Mm. I know you did some wetsuits, but this one was awful. Um, so I uh, bought another one, mm. and it's just it's just watery to put on. Not not nice and warm. Uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's just all the seams are sealed, and it's just and it's super flexy and 
Anyway, so I went for a swim and then jumped out. There's nothing better, and you would probably appreciate this. Uh, you jump out and I quickly strip, like, in a, like I'm doing a triathlon, quickly strip off, put my running shorts on and my runners, the slip-ons, you know, the elastic ones, so you don't put socks on, and went straight for a run. Oh, nice. Um, Where'd you leave your new wetsuit? Sorry? Where'd you leave your new wetsuit? In my car. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I strip off, you know, you do a quick, no one's looking. <laughs> well, I mean, what are they going to see? There's not much there when it's been <laughs> in the cold water anyway. Um, so, um, quick strip off, put the put the running shorts on, slip the runners on, and then head straight off. Nice. And it's just beautiful because you've got that cold tingle mm. on uh, in your running, and so it was a magnificent way to start the day. But how about your day? How did you start today? Mate, wait, hold on. I got, oh, today, today's been good. Um, so, I was up early just uh, packing, actually. Um, I'm off to Sydney this afternoon. Um, oh. Yeah, for like probably less than 24 hours. So I fly to Sydney today, um, got a gig tomorrow uh, morning and then nine till two and then I'll fly back uh, tomorrow afternoon. So a bit of... With the prison guys? uh, With transport, actually. Yeah, with transport. Yeah, same connect. Um, Some team and culture and kind of, yeah, kind of two departments coming together um, for them. So... Uh, yeah, no, that's, so I was packing, oh, mate, I was packing Lego, I was packing uh, puzzles. Uh, my three-year-old daughter comes out and goes, what's this? Like, I want to play. I'm like, yeah, this is what the adults are going to play with. Um, so, yeah, a bit of that this morning. Um, and you know when you're like, oh, I'll pack the night before or I'll pack the morning. And last night I was like, oh, no, it's fine. i got time in the morning. And then in the morning I was like, I wish I just ironed my shirt last night. And had it all ready, and um, this time I'm going the day before, which is nice. So I don't need to catch the plane in go good to go clothes, so I can have it all ready. But I'm not sure. I'm a stickler sometimes with irons, and you get to a hotel room and they got like this black crap on the iron, and I'm like, I don't want that on my shirt. Um, and they don't have a spare bed sheet to put on your shirt just in case. So I'll like I've learnt my lesson on fucking up a shirt once or twice. With a hotel iron. Or it's got a bit of the water left and the water's got a bit dirty. Yeah. And you, get- and you just put it on and it fucking stains your shirt. I was like, nah. So I'll uh, I'll iron my shirt this morning before I leave and uh, fold it nicely. Um, but, yeah, no, that was that, uh, my morning uh, this morning. But, mate, coming back to the alcohol, I've got a question for you. When you say the nervousness about the social interactions, so do you think it's a bit of a just a relearning on how to – Say get your that jive back without the alcohol in a in a in a social setting, not a social. Uh, let's go social weekend and social nighttime setting, not social day setting. Um, do you think it's a bit of a re relearning, reprogramming? Yeah, I think it is. It, it, you know, it's interesting. One of the conversations I was listening to Jordan Peterson. He's got a really nice um, again a YouTube interview talking about alcohol and. He was saying that that you never when you when you drink alcohol, you're not the real you. Mm. It's a different version of you. It's not the real you. It's a different version of you. And so um, many of us have never been out socially and been us, real mm-hmm. mm-hmm. genuine like us, um, and actually got to really just try on being the genuine you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of really looking forward to that, yeah. to um, 
to being this, like I am with you mm-hmm. on this class and like I am through the day, and being that at night time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so uh, just being the genuine me without that, the, the need for alcohol. It was interesting. Pedersen was saying that alcohol doesn't make you stupid. A lot of people think that alcohol makes you stupid. Mm-hmm. You stupid things. You see, that's not, that's not what alcohol does at all. What alcohol does is it removes anxiety. So it removes the ego. It removes that protection mechanism to keep you safe. And so that's why people that drink drive at 200 kilometers an hour in their car because they've lost that anxiety. They've lost mm. it. So it, it removes the fear. It removes the ego. Interesting. And so you do and say things without your normal ego in place. Mm-hmm. So the, the the challenge I think moving forward is is building that muscle up again to do and say things. Not drive my car at two occasion now, but do and say things um, that push against that ego. That, mm. that with a stretch, yeah, without ego coming in too quickly and pulling me up um, unresourcefully. As you and I know, uh, ego is super important when you're standing on the edge of a cliff mm. and you feel a bit wonky. You want ego to come up and say, hey, this is dangerous, you know, trigger the fear response and have you step back. Yeah, yeah. Walking down a dark alley, you see something a bit strange, you want ego to come mm-hmm. up and say, hey, this is a bit weird, you want to pull back and run back out of the alley. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. you don't want to do is to come up and go, hey, you know, you're about to speak in front of a group of people, uh, don't speak, mm-hmm. or run away. Um, so um, it's about, I think, me now, just playing with that ego muscle and kind of getting it to stretch a little bit yeah. without bit of alcohol at night time. So yeah. Yeah. I tell you what the biggest, I reckon the biggest and main main reason I drink, and I think it's a vicious cycle, mate, I've thought a lot about this in the last couple of Yeah, I can days, tell. Um, is, you know, a big day like today. Like, mm. so I started this morning. Normally I talk with Rhino mm. for an hour and a half. So from 6 till 7.30. Then I talk with you for mm-hmm. an hour. And then at nine o'clock, I catch up with my EA. Mm-hmm. We talk for half an hour, and then I've got a short break, and then I catch up with each of my team members back to back. And then I run Thrive Boardroom for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then I run a team training for an hour. I am literally on holding the state, right, from six a.m. through till three p.m. Yeah, it's a big day. Just holding the energy for lots of different groups of people, right? Yeah, and. Uh, and so I get to kind of three, and then it's like, and then I've got to wrap up a few things here, and I get home maybe at four, four thirty, five o'clock. It's like I need to, I need to come back down. Mm. And so I just, I just need to come back down. So I go and have a shower, muck around a bit, and then five thirty, six o'clock, I go, I have a glass of wine, start mm. cooking a little bit of dinner, sit with Michelle, have a chat about the day. Um, and so the alcohol was to kind of just allow me to come back down. Mm. Um, and then, as again, as Pedersen talks about and so many do talk about, alcohol can do that, but it, your body starts to process the alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. As it processes it, you, that feeling comes off. The, the suppression of the alcohol comes off and the underlying feeling comes back. Mm-hmm. So what do you need to do? Have another one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm all and so the one glass could become two glasses. Mm. Now, I didn't never play three or four or five, but, you know, there'd be what's often I'd have one glass or I'd have two glasses mm. on. And I know people are thinking, mate, that's 
no big deal. I have a bottle every night. Uh, there are people that have three bottles mm, a night. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, you know, two was too many. And um, and so it would be suppressed and I'd come down and then I'd wake up in the morning and just a little bit weary, a little bit off, but, but still wanting to wake up and get into the day. So I'd have a coffee. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I would find like at 9 or 10 o'clock, I'd start to dip again. Yeah. I'd grab another coffee, uh, and that was usually it. Yeah. Um, and then you know, and then I'd get through the day, and then again, like at three or four o'clock, I'd start to dip, get tired. Plus, I would be there'd be a tension in my system. Mm. While I drink form coffee yeah, in the morning. Cycle. So, was continuing. So um, this morning, I, I had the coffee not because I needed to pick me up, not that I normally did it early in the morning anyway, mm. but because I've been for a swim, been for a run. Morning coffee, rather than feeling like I needed it to, mm. as a pick. Yep. So really interesting. So yeah, I, mate, I'm, I'm I'm excited about um, doing social again, and and just and stretching that muscle. Mm. Well, it's awkward, right? So dealing with Cal last night, um, dealing with Al, yeah, tonight, right now Al doesn't really drink anyway, so that'll be easy. But still, I'm out. I'm out catching up. Uh, then Friday we've got team dinner farewell for Doctor Cal. We're going to Mark. Is his farewell? You've been he's yeah. been with you for so long. Yeah, and you're not going to have a drink at his farewell. No celebratory drink, right? Because that's what you've got to do. And I've got a bottle of 1999 bloody Dom Perignon, a special bottle that I've been kind of saving. I'm not I'm not sure what the date is I'm saving it for, but I bought it in 1999. Mm. And it's bloody sitting there undrunk. <laughs> So it's down here at the clinic. Um, and then so I've got that uh, where you and I and uh, Rhino went recently. Oh, nice. Many drinks, right? So, so good. We're going back there. Mate, and it's then, probably going to be like, hey, last time you were there, you had lots of drinks and a great time. But you can still have – I think it's putting a reference on that you can still have a great time without it. Yeah. Um, I think I haven't – the longest I've gone is – uh, eight, oh, eight months, I think. Eight months, the longest I've gone. And I think it's eight, yeah. Uh, yeah, eight months. And it was, hmm? Why did you do eight months? Uh, I did eight months for a sport, like health, health fitness reason. Uh, but I was young too. I was like uh, 21, 21. Yeah, so mm-hmm. another a good friend's, um, a good friend's twenty first was later. He was the following year when everyone turn, was turning twenty two. I didn't drink at his twenty first. Um, yeah, I, I did it because I was like, oh, I've qualified for a certain level in sport, and I'm like, how do I? It would be stupid to continue drinking. Like mm-hmm. it would be like you've got this chance, you've worked hard to get this chance. Like don't literally don't piss it away and don't don't you know I I, I think it came to realization where I'm like I don't want to go and compete at this at this level and then go oh, what if what if I didn't drink what if I trained harder what if all this 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 and I was like nah I'm not leaving that to chance uh, I was DD for and that time that that era of most people's lives is go out, drink, go out, drink. You're in uni, you're in, you've got a high disposable income. 
not much obligations at that time in life. Um, but I was happy to be designated driver, actually. Um, I was like, it was there. It was important. It was hard. It was hard probably the first, um, I reckon, first two months. But I always had to drink something. I couldn't be empty. Yeah. That was my, like, I would go to, like, say, a friend's house uh, casually and I would walk in with my water bottle. Right, uh, or I would. We, as soon as we go to order at a bar, I just go. Oh, can I can have soda water and lime, things. Like I wouldn't say, "Oh no, I don't want anything," because then it's that. Or like, let's have a glass in my hand, um, yeah. all the time. But yeah, it was it was interesting. But now it's. I think it'll be harder now. Now I think about it, because uh, then it wasn't a during the week at the end of the day type of drink type of situation. It was a very much a binge drinking. You go out on the weekend, that's a lot. Uh, a lot of 21sts happening then. Not many weddings or engagements of that age, but a lot of stuff going on, a lot of events. Um, but I think it would be harder now. Um, mate, and also, mate, in a couple of weeks, you're, you're coming camping and the whole family's coming and the whole family will be having a drink. Uh, and that's like a day drinking session too, mate. Yeah. Look, look, possibly, you know. Um, I was chatting with Lodes about this the other day. We're, we're out for the morning coffee. I think it must have been. Did we have a holiday on Monday? Yeah. Yes, Anzac. Yeah, it was Monday. Uh, we're chatting. Um, which, yeah, anyway, so we're out for coffee and we're talking about it. And, you know, he said basically, I don't drink. Mm. Like, he, he just doesn't. He mm. doesn't, doesn't have a drink all the time. No. Walk out for a and have a social drink with us. Like if we went out for dinner, he'd have a drink. But um, there is there's also a generation that don't that don't drink really either. Mm. Um, but there is a lot of people that drink, and I think it's I think you're right with what you said. Often when you're young, you have a binge drink. Um, but at our age, mm. uh, and for most people, and, and particularly for the people that I see that are doing this one year no beer, um, it's just that subtle every night that little drip mm. drip feed. Of, of alcohol. Yeah. Do you think it's a generation or a personality? Because I know people uh, our generation that don't, that aren't, or not that they don't drink, they're just not big drinkers. Um, so we went out on the weekend um, to a friend's place in the city, hung out with them at their house and then uh, went to a local brewery and had some Mexican and came back and... Um, like both, like oh, Keisha's not a big drinker. She'll have a drink, but not a big drinker. And, and same with his partner. She's not a big drinker. Again, we'll have a drink, but then, um, yeah, but not a not a big not a big drinker. Um, where myself and my friend would be like, okay, I'm like, Keisha, you happy to drive home? Sure. Um, and then we would probably have a, a few more. Um, so yeah, do you think it's generational or personality? Or the type of person, I should say, as well. I, I think it's I think it's environment. Mm. I always environment dictates performance. You know, old Jimmy Rohn, you know, uh, he, he used to say something like, and I wasn't Jim Rohn. It was um, Zig Ziglar. He yep. used to say, you know, it's just something about I'm a good Christian, and there you are at the pub every Friday night. You know, um, uh, and you tell your kids, don't lie. And then the phone ring and you say, tell them I'm not home. 
so I think I think it's, I think it's environment. I think if you if you hang around with people that drink, uh, you tend to drink. And I think if you fill your mind with stuff where people are drinking too, like if you watch any Netflix doco right now, they drink all the time. Or was I watching? I watched. I started to watch a, a series of um, what was it? It was um, the guy, the people with they've inherited money. They're about to inherit money from the newspaper, the media baron. Um, anyway, like they just they just walk into a room in the middle of the day, and there's the you know there's the the decanter just sitting there on the scotch, and they just pour a scotch, you know, and and then they come home and they pour themselves a scotch, and mm. just you know, you just see people. And I think if we go back to, you know, I'm picturing the black and white movies, the Fred mm. Astaire, you know, uh, they they would they'd have a little martini glass when they were out mm. at some point, and you could see the woman with the you know the black the gloves, yeah, yeah, the martini and the cigarette, and. And that would be like a special dress-up go-out occasion. Mm. They weren't at home drinking. They weren't drinking like, at home drinking martinis, yeah. It was, it was truly a celebratory mm. special occasion. So I think, I think our generation is now, if you look at the environment, it's just it's a glass of wine and, or it's a scotch or it's, you know. Um, and, you know, the days of, you know, where the pubs would close at, you know, it was what they call that last swill. Mm. It was like five o'clock or six mm-hmm. o'clock, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think there's an I think there's an environmental shift mm. that supports drinking, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think that there is a disposable income in our at our age now. Yeah. It's quite accessible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when the when the the government decided to do lockdown, not COVID, by the way, because it's been banned, it was you. Um, when you decided to do great lockdowns, I loved how you decided not to lock down the bottle shops and the cigarette shops. Healthcare businesses closed. Uh, you know, nu- nutrition shops had to close. Mm. Uh, health food stores closed. But the bottle shops stayed open yeah. through the entire pandemic. Not one studio closed. And you know what? I think they their sales went up uh, in 2020. Uh, I was reading nearly 350%, and then in 2021, sustained that growth till still 200%. So when the on and off, on and off happened in 2021, it was still 200% to double our alcohol consumption, right? Uh, it's like it was definitely, I think, people's coping, coping mechanisms, right? I think catching up with people sometimes that uh, after – after a long time and post lockdowns, you're like, oh, how was it? Like, yeah, it was good. A lot of things they say is like, oh, I drank too much, right? I drank a lot in that time uh, because it was like, ah, oh, I'll start at 2 o'clock. I'll start at 3 o'clock, um, especially for the people in the harsh lockdowns that couldn't go to, couldn't actually, had to work from home, right? Had to work from home, had to homeschool, had to all do that and couldn't go anywhere, couldn't. Couldn't socialize. Couldn't go to a friend's house and go. Look, let's share a bottle of wine over dinner with friends, which they might do maybe once a week. But mm. instead, let's have a couple of bottles of wine this week, throughout the week. It's like, again, that drip feed uh, increased, and it'll be interesting to see at the end of this year what the stats are like 
like after hopefully touch wood a year of no lockdowns, how much of that pattern has sustained and how much has actually maybe bounced back. I would go on a punt and say it's going to sustain a bit more than bouncing back, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But, it, but again, you know, our government created an environment where alcohol was on the table. Mm. Like, you know, you couldn't get many other things, but you could get your alcohol and you could get your cigarettes. So I think environment, I think, you know, it answer the question, is it, is, it a, is it a genetic thing? Is it a generational thing? I think it's a cultural thing supported by your environment. And again, you know, I listened to some of the conversations that are being had online around it, around giving up alcohol. And there is a shift in friends group as a result. That mm. you're not the, you know, get super loose party guy anymore. Um, you can be the fun guy. I think, you know, in our earlier conversation, mm. it's like, oh, I, how do I bring that fun guy in a social situation? But I probably won't be the super loose guy mm. ever. Yeah, but you, uh, you're, your super loose doesn't come out often, does it? No. It comes no, out, but it's not often super yeah. loose comes out. No, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink. I don't, I, you know, pretty much. I've never, I've never blacked out. I've never. Yeah, you but know. you don't need, for example, like a, let's take, not blackout, but super loose, like crazy ideas. You don't need a lot of alcohol to have crazy ideas. Like yeah. meaning the equivalent of someone else being, oh, is he really drunk? No, he's just had one beer. That's, that's how he is. Right. I don't think your, your demeanor, your personality relies on the alcohol. It might make those decisions a little bit easier. Uh, mm. A little less rationale or logic will go into it. It's more, it's more quicker of a yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's uh, the say super loose, so to speak, doesn't cup them after lots of drinks. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Well, mate, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting, and um, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm super excited about it. Mm. And like, it's you know, it's really that nervous and excitement. So I'm actually. There's a lot of joy lurking, but um, it's a bit like, you know, the, the leap of faith at the summit or the, yeah. you know, thing, you know, there's yep. a real excitement, but there's a real nervousness mm. because you're going to be a little bit of pain associated yep. with it. And you know what? It's probably, if it's any consolation, it's a probably a good time of year. It's not coming into summer. For me personally, coming into summer is hard um, to make a choice like that, if anything. Um, summer, I don't know. Summer here feels like it's all just you. you I've, I've, I personally drink more in the summer than mm. than the winter time. Um, it's mm. winter; it's less out, sun's less out. Um, but yeah, mate, we'll um, yeah, keen keen to kind of see how yeah. the, the journey goes. Mm. Hopefully, twenty eight days or ninety days only takes ninety days. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, that's the plan, right? So, two uh, podcast time will be twenty eight days. Yeah. Yeah, first 28 days, and there's a lot of... Right, so this is like the midway point. So next next podcast episode will be the midway point of the 28 days, and then the the one after that will be the final couple of... before the final couple of days. Mm. Yeah. So, and say so 28 days to... Uh, form, form the habit. Uh, change the habit or something, and then 90 days just kind of seals the deal. Yeah. So yeah. There's uh, something like 85% success rate if mm-hmm. people do that. Mm-hmm. You can get permanently. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, I'm excited about that. Excited about that. What's news for you? What's going on for you, mate? We've got a race coming up in three weeks. How's we, the training going? We do, mate. So, yeah. well, I wouldn't. We saw each other two weeks ago, uh, and it was just started. It was like, all right, I'm feeling good, right? Mate, that weekend, so Easter weekend on the Monday, mate, the Achilles, I didn't see anyone for my Achilles, right? And I was like, oh, it came good, it's fine. I'm on, mate, Monday morning, it was like, bang. I was like, again, debilitating to move. And I was like, this is not good. So Tuesday morning I called, got an appointment with a physio, and um, I'm like, what, just tell me what's going on. Like, it is like in the mornings, we talk about like feeling stiff in the mornings, it is stiff. It's painful in the mornings. Comes good in like an hour or so. But, um, and he's like, uh, and he had a look at it and he goes, look, there's some Achilles tendon off the be Your calf's got some issues. Uh, and it's also, you know, from New Year's Eve, that really bad roll. He goes, you've got still fluid in your ankle here. Uh, he goes, what have you done? I go, look, I rolled it um, at the start of the year. I go, and I rolled it maybe once again in, March. It wasn't as bad. It was strapped when I rolled it, but uh, I go, it's definitely weak. And he goes, like, oh, that's that's got some scar tissue there. You've got really shit range of motion. So my my training is absolutely pivotally shit at the moment. Uh, but uh, getting better range of motion now, which is nice. So it's can't I can't for me to run in the morning. Uh, I got to get up a little bit earlier. So I can't run in the morning. Like I get up in the morning, I go, it's painful. Like I got like, I need like at least maybe 10, 15 minutes, maybe even 20 minutes of just walking on it mm-hmm. to just to ease the joint out a little bit and then and then I can run. Um, so ran on the weekend. Uh, Mike, the 60 is going to be interesting. Uh, I've got a final appointment with him the week of and he's going to be my voice of reason of, I go, look, I'm racing either way. Um, but I've gone, can we have one appointment the Wednesday before the race? So you can tell me, is the 60 a good idea or what um, or, or what distance do I need to potentially switch to? Um, but no, it's it's, it's going. Um, ordered another pair of shoes, actually, um, coming in uh, at the end of this week, hopefully. So uh, Brooks, Brooks Adrenaline. So... Uh, they've been not my go-to for a long time. Where, uh, especially now with some Achilles stuff, it's got a higher, it's got a higher drop. Um, and the ones I've got now are wearing thin. So I was like, oh, you know what? Uh, my rationale was like, oh, I'm going to be putting in a lot of Ks. Usually people start to taper now. I'm like, okay, this is when I need to actually put some stuff in. But it's, I think, you know, it's a lot of calf stuff now. Um, I gotta, I gotta be sensible. It's operation get to the start line now. So, what about you, mate? You've been uh, you've been out there diligently. I've seen you, you you're posting up on Strava quite a bit. Yeah, um, well, those Strava posts, mate, they are automatic because um, as soon as you I end, know, I think your Apple Watch I'm, is synced. Up, so it pulls it drags from Nike and it drags from. I got this other really cool app that collates everything and pushes it to Strava. I pick my nose because it, it, it pops up on Strava. <laughs> um, so. Um, uh, you might not have. I did it. was a good, nice, really nice run this morning. It was interesting. My Apple Watch. And I don't know, mate. Apple, what, I'm not sure. What's happening with your Apple um, Watch, mate? You just you hit or miss with that one. Awesome. The Nike the Nike Run app on yep. it is really good. It's sweet. It's simple. It's clean. But their, their fitness app is mm. really like it's third grade. It's called what's the workout app? 
And it's just food, right? Like, yeah. it's just no good. So it had me swim out this morning, and I never came back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still out at sea, as far as Nike's concerned, um, or as far as Apple is concerned. So, um, uh, so that wasn't so good. Um, but the Nike Run app, I do, do like, but their, their workout app is, is not terrific, but it, um, it does post. I'm also using an app, um, uh, Heavy, H-E-V-Y. On your, on your watch or your phone? On my, on my, on my phone, uh, which tracks my gym mm. workout. It's really sweet. It's just, it's a beautifully put together app. Um, and, and oh, it's so simple to use. I love it. Uh, it's called Heavy. The challenge was that it was also syncing, uh, and all my workouts were getting pushed up out to Strava as well. Yeah. So it was kind of, I, was, I felt like a bit of a wanker because, like, every <laughs> twice a day there was something getting pushed out there. Ben's arm and leg workout. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, uh, you can change those settings. I did. I changed those settings so it doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was going, I'm getting kudos on what? what? My arm work. <laughs> so, oh, that's uh, funny. So much that. But now the running is going, um, going really good. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm quicker and uh, it's just feeling easier and easier. Um, like like you, I, I have a permanent dodgy foot since before mm. that. Mate, how's that going since you've been increasing the load? Oh, look, it's not great for long distances. So I do pay the price for long distance. Uh, I've been getting some myo every week just to kind of keep me on the calf like, or just the sole of the foot, just my legs. Yep, um, just a bit of myo in there and just you know getting any stuff out. I'm not sure, but yeah, you know that's been something I've been doing. Mm. And um, been doing some calf stuff. I think last time we spoke, you were like, "Oh, pre need uh, to start." But like you, mate, I think I need a new pair of runners. <laughs> I think I need a new pair of runners. I think um uh. I would like a new pair of, if you're listening, Nike, um, and wanting to, you know, like that. Um, I'm happy to provide them to all of you. Um, a new pair of uh, uh, Alpha Flies. Nice. Um, so, uh, I would like those with a little plate in there. Um, um, happy to that's funny. Mate, I'll send you this, uh, this routine for your feet. Um, I've just started doing it again. It's like... Uh, strengthens up the sole of your feet. So if you um, strengthens up the sole of your feet and also your your calves, uh, it's like standing down. You put a tea towel on the ground. You put your big toe on the corner of the tea towel, and you got to pull in the whole tea towel with just your toes by keeping your heel on the ground. So it's working all of that. Um, right, changes changes form uh, and changes uh, fatigue because I've got. I've got no arch on my feet. I've got flat feet, um, and I know I notice a difference within a, within a couple of days um, of it. So if it, um, yeah, mm, good. So yeah, I should I should have a crack at that. I also need to get my calf raises going. My calves aren't not that big. Um, so maybe instead and, of posting uh, your uh, your arm workout on Strava, maybe post your calf workout. Workout, yeah. And my tea towel workout. <laughs> you know, these are all the things that I don't think you need to do when you get older. These are just the things that you need to do if you're if you're training regularly on anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, push your body and um, so it's, it's uh, 
it's so great to be out running. You know, you and I, we both love those early mornings and mm. getting out and the world. And a couple of weeks ago, when we were in the Melbourne in the city. Mm. You know, um, we were meant to run together. Someone, <laughs> someone did sleep in. No, it's not me. Awesome. Um, but we, we went for a run around the city. It was just beautiful. Mm. You know, seeing the and you know everything sort of come to life. And, um, man, I was really surprised, and I think we talked about this briefly. Was that I went for my early morning run. It wasn't that early, like seven o'clock, and mm. finished by quarter to eight or something. And I couldn't get a coffee in the CBD. You know, now um, again, Easter, but it was Easter. No, it was, was a good Easter. Friday. It was uh, no, it was Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Easter uh, Saturday, which is a normal kind of a normal day in the city. Yeah, uh, Easter Saturday, and I couldn't get a coffee. Like there was nothing open. Head Square was mm. there was just nothing, and so I ended up having to ask the guy at the. Um, Flinders Street Station to let me through so I could go to the coffee shop in Flinders Street Station yeah. um, to uh, kickstart me after the alcohol binge <laughs> from the night before. Uh, well, mate, and I went um, after you, like later, and still things weren't open. Like, um, I got a coffee for Kate and I on the way back, but I had to wait. Like, I mean, I had to wait till someone opened. Um, and it was like, oh, hold on. Like and I don't, I don't I don't I don't know I don't get it where and maybe there is not much and they maybe there's not much residential uh, foot traffic in the city for things to be open at six or seven uh, you go to well I feel like anywhere else like uh, South Yarra Elwood anywhere like even close to the city like Port Melbourne things are open at seven like the cafe is open for seven you can go get brekkie at seven. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's no just residential traffic in there, but Easter Saturday, yeah, it was dead. Um, often where I have a morning coffee, they're open at six. Mm. So, so yeah, it's interesting, and I don't know whether the word is sad or what it is. Whether it's always been that way, and I haven't noticed it. Um, the chip stand decided to shut the city down for two years. Mm. Uh, definitely been affected, but, but mate, no, beautiful, beautiful, uh, beautiful city. Um, no, is that you? Ring? Yeah, that is my ring. That's, I've got you know, there's um some really great apps that where you can have phone numbers, like you know different numbers. So I've got Dial Pad, which my VR uses in the Philippines. Um, and she's uh, calling early. She's six minutes early. Um, someone's definitely trying to call. And <laughs> the Dial Pad's on, and then our clinic has another thing, a WebEx app that again goes through the phone. And so sometimes I've got like, no, and are they, are they all synced in your phone? Are you still doing these ones? Like to make sure you're Rain Man, like it's Minority Report. Apple Watch again. Mate, know. so are you, but you, you've got it on at least, mate. You've got it on. Yeah. There is the promise. There's the Apple Watch promise, and then there is the reality. Mm. You know? um, See, I, I did, I did, I, when I was in Hamilton Island, I swam out with my Apple Watch. Again, it didn't, I swam out, but didn't swim back. Um, and while I was out there, I tried, have you seen the Apple, the ad? I've, I've seen it when I've been at the movies where there is this, these waves, it's a scenery of waves, and this call um, transcription comes up, and there's this operator goes, um, you call 911, what's your emergency? And then there's this guy goes, I'm out it, I'm out at sea, and, and I'm, you know, I'm in the water, I'm, you know, 200 metres off the coast of da-da-da. And you know, or she says, you know, what's your position? And he goes, you know, it's application. And he goes, okay, you know, We'll be sending a we'll be sending a, a coast guard out to you 
just hold, hold, hold on, you know. And he's and it goes call made with Apple Watch. Well, uh, so you know you can use the Apple Watch to rescue yourself if you're out of sea. Did you try and make a call in the middle of the ocean? So I swam out. Uh, I swam out to Hamai Island, and <laughs> I didn't ring nine one one, but I rang Michelle. Michelle. Yeah, and uh, she answered, goes, "Hello, what what are you doing?" I said, "Oh, is this nine one one? I'm going to emergency." Uh, but mate, that did work. The call out of the, out in the ocean did work. There you watch. go. Um, but that's yeah. I, I don't know. I'm thinking you still, but you've got it on. You've given it a second chance. You you got it and you put it in the box for a while. Uh, you're giving it a second chance. I'm thinking Mother's Day. You're going to give it to Michelle. Apple Watch. That's funny. <laughs> I actually yeah, yeah I like it. I went like what three months without mine. Um, and I like it for the the organisation, the Monday to Friday. I like it for Monday to Friday. Not necessarily, I don't mind on the weekends, but it's like a daily, because all my calendar synced to it. Yeah. So it'll tell me what time to wrap something up as opposed what? to, yeah, like it will, it will go off and it will go, all right, you got five, oh, based on traffic, you got to get here during this time. Uh, this will go off. Like I like it for that. Not I don't use it all the other as I probably should, but the other yeah. apps. But it's mainly the calendar. The texts are okay, but um, the calendar syncing the calendar. So I don't want looking at a phone. Phone doesn't go off. Oh, okay, yeah. this goes off. It's good. I can kind of look at my wrist and go. All right, we got that happening in half an hour, an hour. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did like the idea of that. It's, I wanted my, I wanted to not have to carry my phone around. I had to mm. carry my phone around. I thought, oh, it's all on my watch. And then, of course, it's got the pay. <laughs> but you can, you know you can press the two buttons on the side, right? Yeah, 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 yeah I know. But uh, you it didn't was want just, it. Apple Pay hadn't shunk, 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 um, probably. Oh, shit. Out there, I got no so anyway. Mate, um, we better wrap. Um, tell me, what do you reckon? What's the what's the take home from today, Bradders? What's the action? I think the – if you're thinking of – potentially making any change in your world. Um, if it's if it's going to mean something, be aware it's not going to be easy. Mm. Uh, if it's going to mean anything. Like you can make changes, small changes every day, right? Um, and there's actually a good book on that, Atomic Habits, about all the little 1% changes you can make every single day. Um, yeah. That lead to hmm? – I haven't read that book yet. Oh, mate. Uh, next time, uh, I can bring it. I'll bring it. Um, oh, no, can- thanks, thanks, but I need my own. No, no, no. You can have it. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, on another topic, it comes with a bloody um, habit journal, which is absolutely – I just started using that uh, started this month. It is actually great. Mm. So this morning, it's like – in the back of the book. No, no, no. It's a separate – it's an add-on. So you can buy the book and buy a habit journal that goes hand in hand with it. Um, and for this month, I said, look, I need to start my day with two glasses of water before coffee, before anything, that and 15 minutes of reading minimum. Mm, nice. Um, and then it ticks it, right? Um, and then a one-line journal. So each day, you don't have to write a big kumbaya, just one-line journal. So get a, it's called line a day, a section. It's all in this one little thing. Um, I'm, I'm- um, but yeah, I think that if you're going to make significant change, be aware it's not going to be easy, right? 
So I think, um, yeah, I think that's that's my takeaway from today. Yours? But mm. I think it's, just, it's, it's exactly the same. Um, you know, if anything's going to mean anything, if anything's important, then it's it, it's not always easy. Um, and bless you, bless you. Um, oh, one more, bless you. There's always three. Why is that? Do you do three? I always do three. Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll count next time. Um, so, so now there's another thing up telling me that there's something else happening. That's a Zoom telling me that I've got a meeting. But it's persistent. Now, um, let me wrap by saying this. And I, so let me wrap with this quote. Mm-hmm. You'll never regret in the morning, I should say, in the next morning or in the morning. It is this. I'll start again. In the morning, you will never regret the drink that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the morning, you'll never regret the dessert that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. In the morning, you'll never regret the drugs you didn't take. Um, so uh, I think that's that, that's something that's a quote that I read. And I think, wow, that is really good. Mm-hmm. And so to keep that in mind, mm-hmm. tomorrow morning you won't regret the stupid thing that you did, mm-hmm. stupid thing that you didn't do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mate, uh, great podcast. Good to catch up again, buddy. Yeah, likewise. We will uh, talk super soon. Will do, mate. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lifelong Learner. If you like this episode and want to know more and hear other episodes, head over to lifelonglearnerpodcast.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter where you'll be the first to know when new podcast episodes come out. And if you want to say hello, tell us a joke or ask us a question, send us an email at hello at lifelonglearnerpodcast.com. Thanks again.